morning, Glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us on a Friday, the 12th day of June 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over yonder. Hello. And welcome to what we like to call the end of the work week. We are hanging out here, getting ready to hopefully get somebody qualified for the stuck-at-home stimulus. We officially have one more week of that left before we blow it out to somebody. It might as well be you, so you're going to want to play Gospel Eternal Crap at 740. Big G will have a life lesson for you this morning. We will have a bunch of information about Hollywood and otherwise. We'll play around a pop culture smackdown, bad impressions. It's all on the agenda for a Friday morning. Hollywood. Big J's favorite song? By Hollywood Undead, of course. No, that's not. I don't think they sing that. They don't? No. They should. Uh, and uh, do you have any plans for the weekend, Big J? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, quite a few. Uh, my, uh, it's my niece's birthday tomorrow. Nice. Uh, so my, uh, my sister and brother-in-law coming in from Montana, uh, for a visit. And then, uh, our, our, our good friend, uh, her dog is having a birthday on Saturday. So this is a joke, right? Gigi. No, no, it's not a joke. This is the stuff that you used to rage about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being forced to go. Um, and I've mocked it from the very beginning, but whatever. Do you have to bring a gift for the dog? No, uh, but I am bringing uh, a nice uh, sausage crack dip. Well, then listen, so. it like, sounds like it's just an excuse to get together, drink, and have fun. Uh, that appears to be the the idea, yeah. And you can't be anti-Big J about that, right? Yes, I can. Oh. Uh, in this time of uh, pandemic, I'm You're like, still- hey, we're going to parties now? I mean, come it on. It sounds like that's all you've been doing is going places. Oh, no, not me. Oh, no, you've been staying home? So far, I haven't, you know, luckily, nothing's been come uh, bad of it, but whatever. I just keep hearing about birthday brunches. I'd assume that at some point you would be dragged along to that, but you have not been participating. I bow out of all those things. Well, you know by proxy you're going anyway. Whatever <laughs> whatever she's getting there, she's bringing home to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. so <laughs> that's the plan anyways uh, that uh, we got going on. And uh, how about you, friend? Listen, uh, I, a whole lot of, uh, of preparing things at a different residence is what I have to do this weekend. So I'll be staying busy for sure. You need but, some help? Uh, I've actually got some help coming. Yeah, damn it. And so, and so it's going to be happening. I can't go. i got to go help Nick. <laughs> the kind of stuff I have to do, you want no part of. I believe you. Well, know. I can do a lot of supervising. <laughs> I w- I'm trying to hold down that role. So oh, no. You can't have too many supervisors. Uh, and so we will get started with some important stuff, but first, some music for you. How about some Nirvana? This is Heart Shaped Box. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Mail carriers, Big J. Yeah, pretty thankless gig. You bet. I mean, uh, you're schlepping around carrying people's mail, delivering it to people, and uh, right now you're got a target on your back. In more ways than one. People aren't happy with how much money your company's making. And on top of that, it's an old trope that used to be like a sitcom fodder, but apparently it's true. Uh, Don't forget that also, postal carriers apparently get attacked by dogs like all the time. Yeah, it's kind of their their legacy. So much so, uh, what an awful legacy, I hope it's... Well, they go hand in hand, man. So much so, the United States Postal Service has put out data about dog attacks on their mail carriers for every year since 2001. And they say the number of employees attacked by dogs nationwide in 2019 fell about 200 
fewer than where it was in 2018, which is very, very good. But the top five cities where dog attacks occurred last year, Houston, Texas was number one, Big J. Los Angeles, California, number two. Chicago, three. Cleveland, four. Dallas, number five. And the top five states where dog bites occurred, California, Texas, Ohio, Illinois, and New York. How do you keep your mail carrier safe, Big J? Don't get any mail. Put your damn dog in a separate room and close the door before opening the front door to take your mail, as dogs have been known to burst through screen doors or plate glass windows to attack mail carriers. In fact, that's what mostly happens when they have a special, they say more attacks happen when the owners actually open up their door than just randomly on the street anymore deliver mail. Like, it's usually a special package somebody has to sign for. They open up the door, the dog goes, and then just attacks the mail carrier. Yeah! So, be safe out there, mail carriers. Nobody wants to get attacked by a dog, do they? Not really. That's no fun. PGA Tour returned from its shutdown Thursday with the Charles Schwab Challenge at the Colonial Golf Course in Fort Worth, Texas. It was played without any fans. First round ended with a first-place tie, 7-under, for Justin Rose and Harold Varner III. That included a hole-in-one, Big J, by Sun Kang of South Korea on the 13th hole. That was pretty cool, right? Right. We just talked about a 5-year-old hitting holes-in-one. Now professional golfers are doing it? Yeah, this guy should quit. You stand by the he should quit. Stand by it, yes. <laughs> Go off on a high note. Never going to end better than that. Uh, so uh, the PGA Tour is back. You can watch some of that this weekend if you are so inclined. Rest in peace, Joss Waters, a writer for the NBC drama This Is Us. He has passed away at the age of 39. Uh, also worked on Kidding, the Jim Carrey uh, Showtime show. And What Men Want was also a writer on that. The official writer, uh, the official writers for the account of the show, This Is Us, shared their grief on Twitter. So, rest in peace, Jazz Fly. The show apparently will still go on, but it makes them very, very sad as well should everybody else. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Big J's Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, Nick, and uh, I found as uh, as I've gotten older here and uh, been in a job for several years that sometimes learning new things can be difficult. And uh, it is important, though, for you to realize that being adaptive to new uh, things is very important, especially if you really like your job, and, and I like mine, and, uh, you know, things have changed here over the last couple years with what is uh, uh, required of, of the jobs that we do, Nick, and, and one of those is being uh, multimedia and understanding, uh, you know, video and those sort of things, so, yeah, I've been trying to learn how to do that, and it ha- it isn't easy, and I, and I think that as I was looking back to this yesterday, my friend Derek came over uh, to teach me some things about uh, video editing and you know I, I was remembering back as a young big J uh, back when we had this radio station in a, a small closet over at the, the offices in Kasha um, you know I would sit there and I would watch uh, the, the the guys who worked here uh, Pete Cheeky uh, Jason Jackson, and then uh, later down the road, Stephen Cleo, all guys who are, are really good at what they do uh, when they were doing either audio production, those sort of things, or, or various 
things that they had to do and I would just kind of sit there and sponge it up you know and watch what they were doing and then the important part of that is getting in and practicing what you saw and making all kinds of mistakes and um, back then as it was I was learning it was it was it seemed like the process was a natural thing and you know there was no uh, there was nothing required of me like uh, I wasn't expected to be great at it right away you know and now uh, as I'm older and and you know, we have a good idea of the things that you want to accomplish. It's very frustrating not being able to speed that process along. But learning takes however long it takes for you to learn something. And that's an important factor when you're trying to improve yourself that you have to realize that it is a process and to go through that process. A lot of times, this is probably the third or fourth time, Nick, I've started to try to learn how to do this. And a couple times, the reason is the third or fourth time because I quit before. Uh, and I made an excuse like I got busy doing other stuff. I had other things happen, but uh, this is something this time around that I want to stick with. And realizing uh, that, that I need to stick with that process and accept that I'm not going to learn it at the pace that I, I once did uh, because of certain factors is important. So for those of you out there who are maybe looking to transition into a new profession or you're trying to adapt to new things in your own profession and you've gotten older like myself, just remember that uh, that process might take a little bit more time than it used to, even if it's just perception and not to give up and to stick with it. How did the training go yesterday? Uh, it went pretty good. You know, it, it's like, it, it's interesting because as part of the, the my learning process, I, I watch a lot of tutorial videos on YouTube and it's like, you know, some of them are good, but it's different when you can talk to somebody and right there and, and he showed me a couple really simple things that nobody, had, I'd seen nobody do before. And, you know, there were things that he had learned on his own uh, self-learning and, but the, the, that are probably going to make the process much easier for me. And then, uh, I can go from there. So, uh, but yeah, it was great to, to hang out with him and he's been, uh, been working real hard at his career. And I mean, he's for the most part, a Hollywood producer, not a big time one, but he's been doing a lot of interesting things. So it's cool to have somebody, uh, on your side that can help teach you things. Do you feel like you know more than you did yesterday? Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you feel like you are now an expert? No. Well, uh, I no, realize not, at all. Not, not like you're not able to teach a master class or anything about that, but do you feel more confident in your abilities? Yeah. You're able to do what you need to do? For the most part. All right. Well, good. But there's more you need to learn, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you'll get there. You'll get there. What are the major hurdles? Like you said, as you get older, what what is more? You just learn differently now? No, I, I, it's just not as fast. Your brain doesn't work as fast. Uh, probably. Probably. But I, I think the difference in time is the difference of success. So, you know, I, I knew nothing when I was learning earlier on in my career. A real Jon Snow. A real Jon Snow. And, and so now that I, I know how to do some of those things and feel like I have achieved an expert level in some areas, uh, it's very frustrating to not be an expert in something you know especially when it's somewhat similar to what you know how to do just in a different form so that's probably the hangout now you'll get there my friend you will and you're further along than a lot of other people I'll tell you that morning after with nick and big j there's your life lesson coming up in a few minutes some important stuff on the morning after with nick and big j oh big j We've got oh, an issue. Nick. We've got an issue. Oh, no. What? What? According to Central District Health, it probably shouldn't surprise anybody, but they are investigating a cluster of COVID-19 positive tests involving 
a bunch of people that visited some bars in downtown Boise last weekend. Already? Uh, oh, yeah. They're saying that this is, could be a pretty serious kind of a thing, and so they're looking into it. Uh, it happened on June 5th and 6th. And so some people tested positive for COVID-19, and uh, apparently they were on a pub crawl that they did over downtown Boise on the 5th and 6th. They visited places like Amsterdam Lounge, Cactus Bar, Hump and Hannah's, Silly Bird Strangelove, and Tom Graney's. All were visited in those two days. And so they are saying that anybody who visited those bars on June 5th and 6th should probably think about getting tested for COVID-19. Because they have found that several people have already tested positive and a bunch of people already have symptoms. And so this could be a place that they have figured out, like, okay, something bad has happened here. They're recommending anybody at these establishments or spend time in the area of 6th and Main during the evening hours on either uh, June 5th or 6th. Monitor themselves for symptoms and then think about getting tested. So there's that. It took all of, uh, well, really, this is right after Phase 3, I suppose. So... It took all of two days for us to get ourselves into some trouble, and we're still yeah, going I, forward with stage and four. I wonder if those folks were, like, asymptomatic. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, don't forget, it does take two weeks before you could possibly start to show symptoms. So you could feel fine and then realize a week and a half later that you are not feeling great. God, the world's going to end soon. Because, uh, and I don't know about you, man, but, uh, you know, I see a lot of people not giving a rip. And I don't know. I don't know. A lot of denial. I think it's denial. Well, it's it's denial. It's uh, it's it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. It's willful ignorance. It's not wanting to believe it's as bad as it could possibly be. It's watching some uh, numbers of the deaths percentage-wise go down, but yet the cases in the state, even since we've opened up, Big J, have spiked. We are one of the 21 states in the United States that have seen the coronavirus cases uh, on a daily basis spike upwards since we have opened up. Uh, But we continue to open up more. And so all we can do is give you the information and you can do with that what you will. Uh, But I don't know about you, but I have yet to go out to a place to eat. And we were kicking around the idea of doing it, but I'm not going to do it this week. Why? Uh, Because I don't want to get scared. I, again, I'm not scared for me. I'm scared for my child that has immune, immune uh, you know, issues. His immune system is not as strong as other people, and he also is nonverbal, so he can't tell me yeah. when he doesn't feel good. And so I do not want to get my son sick. That is what this is about. It's not about me. It's not about... I feel like if I were to get it, I'd be fine, but I'm not going to give my nonverbal autistic son this. I would never forgive myself for Because I had to go out and eat dinner? you got to be kidding me, Right? Yeah, and I would say that would put you amongst a list of people who shouldn't go out and do things. Right, and so I don't. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's it's just uh, it's fairly frustrating to see how this has kind of been handled just from a personal standpoint. Um, but you know what? You are your own person. You, I can't control what you want to do or what you should be doing. I can just control what I'm doing. But sometimes I see stuff like this and I just go, great. Hopefully it was worth it. Hope you had fun that night. Now what? NFL announced Thursday that we'll spend $250 million over 10 years on social justice initiatives, Big J. They have got $44 million in donations through its Inspire Change program and then said they're going to provide the other $206 million over the next 10 years. 
The league said it will work with NFL players to support programs on criminal justice reform, police reform, and economic and educational advancement. So that's where the NFL is going. They're going to try to put their money where their mouth is. We'll see how that all works out. If you're looking for something cool, you may want to check out past and present members of Breaking Benjamin, Crowbot, Candlebox, and other acts. They have you reunited, or united actually, to record a cover of Temple of the Dog's song, Hunger Strike. The song is part of cold guitarist Nick Cole's Corona Session series, which feature a rotating list of all-star musicians recording in quarantine. This one around features Brandon from Crowbot on vocals, Aaron Fink, who used to be in Breaking Benjamin on guitar, and Chad, who used to be in Breaking Benjamin on drums, Chris Bishop from Crowbot, and Brian Quinn and Adam Curry of Candlebox are playing guitar and bass on the track as well. According to Cole, the mission for the project is to bring artists together despite social distancing to see a really cool thing that fans wouldn't really be a part of otherwise. Cole said the musicians specifically uh, selected Hunger Strike not only because of its important of the 90s music scene and the impact it had on each one of them, but because the relevance it still has today. They've done uh, songs like Take a Picture by Filter and other cool things as well, so you may want to check out the whole Corona Sessions series. Nice on uh, YouTube. It's there to check out, but uh, Brandon sounds great singing Hunger Strike, which probably shouldn't surprise you at all. Because Brandon from Crowbot's got an amazing voice and can sing. So, something cool to check out if you're looking for something to watch. Dick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Oh, Big J, we are going to the internet for a very adult-themed version of We're Going to Hell. Oh boy. We hear the story of 59-year-old grandmother Sandra Brooke. And Big J, she wants you and any adult to take her advice. Because she knows things are tough out there sometimes. You know what I mean? Right? Unemployment's at a record high. It is crazy. There are people that are getting laid off and furloughed and jobs that are being shuttered all the time. It can be very difficult to make a living right now. Do you understand? Yeah. And so the 59-year-old found herself in that very situation. She was a caretaker for the last 22 years, Big J, taking care of people and just found herself out of a job because of the pandemic. But now, Big J, she makes more than four times what she made as a caretaker. And she says if she can do it, anybody can do it. Including you, my friend. Oh, what is she doing? Well, Big J, she takes racy pictures of herself and sells them online. No, I, I can't do that. Huh? I don't think I would. I don't think the wife would approve. That's what I'm saying. But what if you were making like this grandmother is four thousand dollars a month? Uh, yeah. I don't think I would be. Would that? <laughs> well, listen. You can look at this fifty-nine-year-old lady and say, should she be making four thousand dollars a month? selling racy pictures online and i guess uh, to each their own i mean my reflex answer would be nah i mean no but her instagram following since she Ooh. has struck up a uh, an account it's got over 11,000 followers big j damn and all it does is depict the grandmother in a series of skimpy outfits and suggestive poses you know hot gilf stuff you understand <laughs> She says, quote, I understand what the fans want, and I know how to give it to them. Oh, God. Over her life, she has done stints as a personal trainer, a choreographer, and a caretaker, and now she is an internet model 
that sells skimpy photos of herself for thousands of dollars a month. Now she's taking care of other people's needs in a different way. This could be a 30 for 30. Her daughter, who also has a very successful following of her own on Instagram oh, and God. on a website, has the one who actually told her mom to give it a shot while they were on holiday together. Weird. They were like, listen, mom, this is how I make my living, and I don't have to do anything but take pictures for it. Maybe you should give it a shot, too. And she's like, but I'm old. Nobody will care. Turns out, Big J, people do care. Creepy. And I mean, that's creepy. What? Yeah, the daughter's telling her she should do this. Yeah, probably creepier if they were working together, but I guess they're not. So there's that. I would say it's a matter of time. Sounds like I mean, it's... what's the limits, man? Money. Sounds like the daughter's just giving some career advice. Uh, so she thought about it for a couple of days, and when rent was due, she's like, I'm going to give it a shot. Next thing you know, organically, it just kind of took off, and now she's making four grand a month selling photos of herself. Damn. On the internet. So she says dreams can come true. When asked if she was ever going to go back to caretaking, she said, quote, why would I? Why Why would you? That's a great question. I'm the ultimate caretaker. Now I take care of myself. And she sells pictures of herself doing it. So good for her, question mark? So now what's what's her next project, Big J? She wants to build up her fan base. Adult films. <laughs> no, no, she has no interest in doing that. She wants to build up her fan base and get more subscribers. And she wants to say the sky's the limit. But she also wants to encourage other people to do it. She says there's a sense of freedom in being able to be confident in your sexuality and let other people know that it's okay to see that, regardless of your age, body type, or whatever. So how about it, Big J? Can we interest you in selling some spicy pictures online? Tell me more. Uh, she says apparently she just started up uh, an OnlyFans page, whatever that is, and then started doing her own thing, and it took off from there. So what I want to start up, Fat Guy Radio page? <laughs> maybe. And then, and then maybe I get a sponsorship from a headphone company, and I just... Here's here's a fatty with his Sony MDRs on. See, now you're thinking. The cords. No, no, she says she doesn't get money through sponsorships. She gets money through subscribers, dude. Oh. It's people that want to see yeah, her in the, the pictures. Match, I think the market is different for old fat guys versus older ladies. All right. You're right. There's not a lot of grandpa stuff out there, I guess. But you're getting there soon. Not enough, anyways. For your likes, yeah. I understand. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We're going to try to get somebody qualified for our stuck-at-home stimulus with a little thing called Gospel or Total Crap. That's next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Holy crap! Right now on 100.3, the X rocks. Let's play a game to get somebody qualified, hopefully, for the X's Stuck at Home Stimulus. One week from today, somebody is going to win the whole stimulus package. A 50-inch smart TV, a Poke Audio surround sound system, a 1TB PS4, brand new recliner, Marshall amplifier, mini fridge, and a whole lot more. It's well over $2,000 coming your way. For your pad, all you have to do is get qualified, and I'm going to give you the number in order to do that right now, 208-287-1003. Big J's going to read off a statement. You have to decide if that statement is gospel or total crap, true or false, essentially. You true. get it right, you're qualified. If you get it wrong, you are not. People are going to think you're giving out the answer, but that's not. Think about it. Ready? Don't listen to Big J. Uh, do you think today's is difficult or easy, Big J? Um, I, th I think it could be tricky. I think so, too. 
deceptive. But if you think about it logically, you might be able to come to an answer. So, shall we get ourselves a contestant? Let's do it, man. All right. Good morning, the X. Hey. What's up, man? What's your name? My name's Mike. All right, Mike. Big J is going to read you a statement. You have to tell us if that's gospel or total crap, okay? Sounds good. Good luck. Bob Barker made more hosting the show The Price is Right than the amount... Oh, no. Bob Barker made more hosting the show The Price is Right than the amount of money won by all the contestants combined. Now, think long and hard about how long The Price is Right has been on. Do you think that Bob Barker made more money or the contestants made more money over the run? Oh, wow. Uh, A lot of contestants. I'm going to say crap. Well, right. that is correct. Way just to hand it to him, Nick. Well done. Well, listen, we, we need a people that as much help as they can get. Michael, congratulations. You are officially qualified for the stuck-at-home stimulus. That is a fact that was totally made up. Do you want to give the actual numbers, Big J? Yeah, uh, Bob Barker made an astounding, I would say, $70 million hosting the show over 50 years plus. Uh, that's a pretty good career. The show, though, has given away over $250 million in prizes. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. and Some so, of that money went to Adam, the guitarist for Kill Switch and Kate. That's true. He was a... Uh, although I do believe that money was given away during Bob Barker's run and Adam was a guest. Oh, you're Carey right. Thank you. Was the host. God, way to ruin it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your gospel or total crap. Two more chances to qualify today. 1240 with Jason Drew. 540 with Adam. Make sure you give it a shot. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, eating dinner is important. Yeah. It's the cornerstone of any nutritious practice. And researchers from Johns Hopkins University found that the time that you eat dinner can significantly raise the risk of gaining weight. For instance, Big J, when does the Big J household have dinner? I don't know. It's anywhere between 5 and 6.30 usually. But usually in that prime dinner time side, right? Yeah. Researchers found that if you eat dinner after 6 o'clock at night, you're way more likely to be obese and gain weight than those that eat their full dinner before 6 o'clock at night. What do you think about that, Big J? That's old news, man. Yeah, it's simply uh, metabolism. But now they've got the uh, the whole evidence to back it up. Uh, now, don't forget that includes snacking and things like that. But dinner is really the big deal. The effect of late eating varies greatly between people and depends on their usual bedtime, but if the metabolic effects that they observe with a single meal keep occurring chronically, then late eating could lead to diabetes, obesity, etc. They found that blood sugar levels were higher and the amount of ingested fat burned was lower during the people that ate dinner around 9 or 10 o'clock at night, even when the same meal was provided at the two different times. So that's interesting. It's a late dinner, man. Yeah, nine, but I mean, of course, it depends on, you know, your schedule, right? Sure. If you're working third shift, it wouldn't be too crazy. But if you work nine to five, yeah, it's a little bit weird to be eating dinner at nine, ten o'clock at night. So keep that in mind. Or the fourth meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fourth meals are bad. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that. Nobody's going to talk about eat healthy. You understand what I'm saying? Tell them that. The PGA Tour is back. Will you watch live sports this weekend, Big J? Yeah, maybe. Uh, although you said that before, too. So what? 
It's returned from its shutdown. The Charles Schwab Challenge is happening in Fort Worth, Texas. The first round happened yesterday. First place tie at 7-under between Justin Rose and Harold Werner III. And a whole bunch of other people are in the mix, and you can watch it on your TV if you want. No fans are being allowed right now, but you never know when that's going to happen. They have a whole plan to unleash that a little bit later on, like a 20% capacity kind of a thing as things roll on. Big J, Robert De Niro is excited because his Tribeca Film Festival is happening, but in a different way. He announced the Summer Drive-In Tribeca Series. He said that the show is going to kick off on July 2nd. He also opened up about the fact that he has worked hard to make sure that a bunch of drive-ins across America have access to film festival films that maybe they wouldn't have normally. And he wants to make this an event that a lot of people can partake in, not just the ones that are in and around New York. So... Be on the lookout. Don't know if it's happening around here, but the Tribeca Film Festival that Robert De Niro has organized for the last several years in New York is making its way to drive-ins across the country, which is pretty cool, Big J. It's a nice little uh, time to be a drive-in movie operator, I would think. God, your dream. Between, I know, I'm, I'm missing out on the uh, the resurgence, which is a bad bad idea. Uh, it makes, makes me feel like uh, my dreams will forever be just that. Dreams. Sorry, because man. if they're not, pe- I'm, if you're not getting in at the peak, either you're getting in when buying is not smart, or when people don't care anymore. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We got your pop culture smackdown here in a second. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we've got a nice morning after prize package for you that includes an X Rocks 25th anniversary sticker and a limited edition X Rocks face covering. We'll get you that if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. It shall be mailed out to you, so you don't have to worry about picking it up or anything like that. But if you want to play, we give you the phone number to call, 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you want to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J's got all the questions. Hopefully, there's an answer or two buried deep in your psyche somewhere. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Oh, hello? 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 Hello, Hi, the yeah. X. Hey, yo. Good morning, man. You're up first. Good luck to you. This modern day printer is capable of printing objects. What is it? Uh, the 3D printer. There right. you go. That is right. Nick, Tim, Tim Allen's home improvement was based around a TV show that Tim's character was a host of. What was it called? Uh, tool Time. That is correct. Right. Joe Montana, a Hall of Fame quarterback in the NFL, played his pro career with two teams. Name one of them. 49ers. Right. Nick, uh, this Jurassic movie was the very first film to reach $500 million at the box office on an opening weekend. Which one was it? You want me to say Jurassic Park, but it's probably not the right one. $500 million on opening weekend? On opening weekend. I'll say Jurassic World. That is correct. Right. What four U.S. states start with the letter I? Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, and Idaho. Right. Good job. Uh, Nick, this SNL superstar had a role in a movie from the 80s starring Richard Pryor about moving to Boise. The movie was called Moving. Yes. You need me to name the SNL star that was in it? Boy, I'm trying to think of... Well, uh, I will say this. He was on SNL. I'll say Jim Belushi. It is not Jim Belushi. Well, he was on SNL. Wrong. So is there another SNL person that's yes. in the movie? 
That you, you wanted specifically somebody else? I don't remember Jim Belushi being in that movie. Wasn't he in that movie? No, you're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of, uh, it was, um, it's not Jim Belushi. You're thinking of another brother, uh, Randy Quaid. Another brother. Wrong. Is that Randy? Randy, who, who what was the answer? You Dana Carvey. Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey. Right. Dana Carvey. Uh, congratulations, man. You got that uh, that prize package coming to you. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. And make sure you're all set and good to go. We will do a run of headlines. That's happening next on the X-Rock. <laughs> headlines are as follows, Big J. That could happen. Don't do it. And, oh, those Duke boys. Don't do it. Some people really lack common sense. The Winslow Township Police Department in New Jersey took to Facebook Wednesday to alert residents of two separate bear sightings and also to warn them, do not try to take a selfie with the bears, Big J. They They don't like it. In part, quote, please do not, I repeat, do not attempt to take selfies with the bears. Along with other safety recommendations, they note that people should never feed or approach bears and that families with home in areas where black bears have been found in the past should have a, quote, bear plant. That includes an escape route and planned use of whistles and air horns. Big J, what's your bear plan? I don't have one. Seems like a big mistake. Well, I'm not out trying to take bear selfies. (laughs) Uh, No, it's not for people that take bear selfies. It's just for people that are in and around areas where bears are. Which you are not. Always attack. Always attack. You, You want to be the aggressor. Legends of the fall. The best defense is a good offense as far as you're concerned. Yeah. Got it. Scare the hell out of that bear. See how that works. That could happen, or oh, those Duke boys. That could happen. A distillery in Australia was able to do things pretty right, Big J. After, uh, you know, during the pandemic, they stopped brewing gin and distilled some hand sanitizer again, Big J. Isn't hand that nice? sanity. That's pretty cool to help out the good people of Australia. Here's where things went awry. Crikey. When they went back to making gin, they accidentally sold nine bottles of their gin labeled as gin, but was actually filled with hand sanitizer. Oh my god! The Apollo Bay Distillery in Victoria said the bottles were sold over the weekend at the A Brew House, but they have been able to recover them. All a spokesman for the bottles were identifiable by a lack of seal or shrink wrapping. The recall was issued Monday. The distillery said on Wednesday that all nine bottles were recovered with no incidents of problems involved. So that's a good news, right? Yeah. That could have gone really, really wrong. But you can still drink the hand sanitizer and get the same effect, right? No. Are you sure? Because I used some of that alcohol over here to clean, and it, oof. It got you hammered? Did you in- ingest any of it? No, I don't know. I don't think so. All right, well, that's that's it's where the difference strong. would be. That's where the difference would be. My eyes were burning. Uh, of course, they do also say that, uh, you know, the shrink, the non-shrink wrap was a big deal in figuring out which ones are which, so that's good. Wrapping up with all those Duke boys, it was likely not the outcome anybody predicted, but the San Diego County Sheriff's Office in California said deputies responded to a 911 call early Wednesday morning, reported two cars driving recklessly in Lemon Grove. They tried to stop the vehicles, but both sped off from the scene. Deputies called off the chase out of safety concerns before one of the vehicles crashed into the backyard of a home and ended up submerged in a home swimming pool, Big J. Oh, man. The driver fled the scene before deputies arrived, but they did figure out who was registered to, so it's only a matter of time before you get caught. I think somebody could have stole it and Joy wrote it. That's, I suppose that's true. No injuries were reported, but the obviously a lot of damage was done to both the pool, the car, and the fence that went into the backyard. So watch out, man. You don't want to end up submerged in a swimming pool. It's never good. Sucks for the homeowner, too. 
probably just hanging out, having a good time. Next thing you know, there's a car in your swimming pool. Well, they weren't in the pool. Yeah, that's very true. They were not. No injuries. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on a bunch of stuff. That is Corn. Can you hear me here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J at 100.3? The X Rocks told you a little bit about it yesterday morning, and then yesterday afternoon it went ahead and rolled out. We're talking about the PlayStation video for PlayStation 5. Now, we're both in our 40s, Big J, but we both also spend a ridiculous amount of time video gaming. Although you are not a PlayStation guy, did it hype you up at all? I was so hyped. Oh, man. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's great to, to see this. Uh, more importantly, everybody else was hyped about it. And so probably if you're going on social media today, you're not going to be able to miss what the new uh, PlayStation 5 is going to look like. Uh, Nick, thoughts? Do you care? It looks very cool, but I don't buy it for decoration. You know what I mean? I buy it to well, play the Well, there's a thing games. called style. Yeah, um, fine, and- but it's usually, you know, I mean, uh, it, the, my PlayStation has never been really prominently displayed, so what it looks like for makes For good reason, different. the old PlayStations are really ugly. Well, I mean, it's just a... It's Most just a, consoles are really ugly. <laughs> right, they're just boxes. That's all they're supposed to be. And nah. that's fine. The things that I care about when it comes to PlayStation 5 are what games are coming out, how much is it going to cost me, and when is it going to be released, and only uh, one of those th- three things were covered yesterday. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say this though, it does look pretty stylistic and uh, it, it does look pretty cool. Um, uh, the games, yeah, you've got uh, Resident Evil, another Resident Evil coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gran Turismo, which they you know been working on for a while, um, is, is very interesting and and uh, a host of. I mean, there were a bunch of games. Uh, that they went through that are new games that are going to be coming out because that's the thing it's a new generation of console so that's an important part of it the stuff that I was hyped the most about kind of seemed to be like revisionist versions of games that are already out because that Spider-Man game is one of the best games I have ever played story wise and just fun wise and it's just going to be an extension of that so the Miles Morales game is not going to be like a whole brand new game it's just going to be kind of like a PS5 version of that Spider-Man game which I will happily play again but what I'm really geeked out about is uh, is is the Horizons game, uh, the the second version of that, which was uh, amazing. That first uh, Dark Horizons game was crazy, crazy good, and uh, I look forward to the second one for sure in PlayStation 5. But, I mean, again, I, I need to know how much it is, because how much it is is going to very much uh, be a player and when I'm going to get it. I mean, if we can just look at the history and, and see uh, each, you know, generation of console. I, I mean, I can't see how the the Xbox One X Series Series X and this aren't five hundred bucks. I mean, just bottom line. Yeah, I was thinking five to five fifty, something like that, yeah, which is a lot more, of money. Anything more than that, and it's out of bounds for most people. I mean, trust me, I know the so. PlayStation Fours currently are still four hundred plus dollars to buy, brand new. So yeah, the PlayStation Five will be more than that. It is how much more than that, and when it comes out. I mean, it sounds like it's coming out twenty twenty one. Uh, at least that's what a lot of the trailers are saying. Like, you know, they're talking about Grand Theft Auto V and all that kind of stuff being available for it and a whole bunch of new missions. And that was coming 2021. So it feels like a lot of that's while the console may be available later on this year, a lot of the stuff won't come until Well, the Grand Theft Auto stuff is crazy and wild because uh, if you pick up one of these PlayStation 5s, and you pre-order it, um, you're going to be getting, uh, on a monthly basis for Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, a million bucks a month. Right. Uh, that's crazy amount of money that, that uh, Rockstar is throwing towards uh, promotion for that. 
Yeah, it's which crazy. is uh, well, I mean, it's not real money, so it's no, it's all no. But in currency. game, that is all. I mean, that is a lot. Right. That's more than they've ever, ever, ever done. I You'll mean, be able to buy a lot of cool things in the online version of GTA Five if you want to play it. But either way, it is cool that it's coming out. And if you're a PlayStation person, you should probably be pretty geeked about it, as I am. But there's some certainly other details that have yet to be uh, revealed for probably pretty good reason. We're going to do some bad impressions. We'll reveal that next on the X Rock. Uh, Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, another chance here for you to get a Morning After prize package. It includes that X-Rocks 25th anniversary sticker and a limited edition X face covering. If you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003 is the phone number. It works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those clues of three or less, and you got yourself a package coming to you via the USPS. Hopefully that makes you a little bit happier in your day and brightens you up a little bit. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Uh, Dakota. All right, Dakota, you're up first. Check me out. I'm sorry. Uh, Check me out starring as Ransom Drysdale in Knives Out on Prime. Hmm. Could you know him? I've appeared in movies like The Losers, Snowpiercer, and Gifted. Uh, I think I know, but I want to do the last one just to make sure. All right. I have the distinction of playing two different comic book heroes, Johnny Storm, and of course, I was Steve Rogers, Captain America. All right. I'm going to go Chris Evans. Yeah. Well played, sir. Hang on one second, Dakota. I thought we'd have a much more difficult uh, problem there. Chris Evans is a national hero, and why is he in the news, Big J? Uh, well, it's his birthday Saturday. Oh, happy birthday, So Chris. he is going to be turning uh, 39. Young man. Young man. Uh, and uh, and I imagine pretty busy these days, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, we, we off air we talked about this. Knives Out is going to be on Amazon Prime now for a while. Comes came out today. today. It comes out today. So you can catch it for free if you haven't. Also, you can go to xrock.com and check out Morning After the Movies. We have a nice podcast about Knives Out. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, he, he has been busy. Um, he's got a couple things. Little Shop of Horrors. What? He's rumored in. And Bermuda Triangle, but nothing definitive. Well, I mean, things have been kind of shut down for a while, so I guess that kind of makes sense. But I imagine when things pick up, as will Chris Evans' career, because he's got a lot of things on the horizon for him, considering... Steve Rogers isn't part of the fun anymore, but... Or is it? We shall see. We shall see collectively. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Ray. That's going to wrap up the Morning After with Nick and Big J on this Friday morning, the 12th day of June. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We appreciate it very much all week long, and we actually got somebody qualified today for Gospel or Total Crap two days in a row. That's what we like to call streak. Which is very nice. Thank you very much for that. We also gave away some more of the care packages. We talked a little bit about the PS5 and even got a little bit of learning from Big J about learning things at an older age. Learning and learning. Learning about learning is what we ended up doing today over the course of the show. Learn what you've unlearned. Reminder, you can text us at any particular point that you want to, courtesy of the TDS Fiber text line. That number is 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber, your new choice for lightning fast internet, TV, and phone. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, Empire Magazine uh, has uh, done a survey, and they found America's favorite movie hero. Who do you think it is, Nick? Favorite, uh, I would say Iron Man. No, it is Indiana Jones. Really? Number one still, huh? Number one. Interesting. Uh, Among making the list, uh, Ripley, 
and the Black Panther, Marty McFly. Not sure he's much of a hero, but uh, Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop, among uh, some of the others. It's like some of these uh, forgot, like the last, uh, uh, you know, element in in whatever franchise they're picking even existed. <laughs> like the Indiana Jones didn't end well. Beverly Hills Cop three, not a good film. Uh, but you never know when they're going to turn it around. There's a new Beverly Hills Cop coming and the new Indiana Jones coming. So they one could movie doesn't make a hero, Nick. Totally redeem itself. Uh, I agree with you, very much so. But who is your favorite movie hero of all time? Probably James Bond. Now that's uh, hero protagonist spy hero. They're the same thing to you. Unfortunately, when I sure. see hero, yeah. I don't think necessarily protagonist. I think somebody that go that has some sort of extra ability. Yeah, do so. he does for kicking ass. All right. Hello. That's fine. That's fine. I guess he's technically the hero of the James Bond franchise. There's no doubt about that. Uh, that is very cool. Good for you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's how we'll wrap up the show. Mr. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you Monday. It's the X-Rocks.